0: Hi there. Welcome to the second season of the Market Maven podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Dillon-Jensen, a fashion designer turned farmer's market director, a small business owner and cheerleader for women and men in business. In this podcast, we peel back the layers of farmer's markets and small business ownership, diving into the why behind the 10 by 10 tents, showcasing the roots behind the organizations that run them and the owners of the businesses that make them. Connecting friends in our communities through education, stories, and more. Tune into this second season to learn more about how my job is definitely weird, but worth it. Bringing produce, puns, and powerful stories to the people. Hello, hello. It's me. I'm back. For like a hot second before leaving again. I wanted to do an episode where it is me again, because it is the Market Maven podcast. And despite having some really amazing interviews stacked up, this podcast is me. It is the Market Maven. So I want to tell the stories. I want to do all of those things, but I feel like I have definitely done that recently. And I had the brilliant idea of what if I save some of the stories that I've gotten recently for posting when I am insanely busy because we are in that kind of halfway point in the off-season. And I know this isn't a video podcast, but off-season, I always use quotes when I say it, whether or not I'm on camera or not. So off-season is not an off-season, but we're about halfway through that portion, and things are starting to get crazy. Now, some of the crazy is by choice. Nobody told me that I needed to go to the intense Farmers Market Pros conference. Uh, I just love going and I love learning. And one of my markets is willing to pay for that. So absolutely going to go with some of my board members. And every time I go to any conference, I learn something new. Nobody said I had to stay an extra couple of days or volunteer to help the little Italy Mercado market set up on an early Saturday. But these are experiences that I probably can't get necessarily during the season. Well, I know I can't get them during the season, but these are experiences that I feel like I'm finally able to have the headspace for. So why not go? And then why not actually take a little bit of a break while I'm there in the sunshine? P.S. This is recorded on a day that we just got like five inches of snow overnight, ready for San Diego, for sure. And yes, I'm going to Comic-Con, which is not so much of a vacation or even a staycation. It's almost like a mini conference itself. And the funny thing is about anything that I go to, I'm always thinking about my job, whether it's a farmer's market specifically, whether it's looking for new vendors, whether it's the podcast, whether it's elevating my business of the market maven and what that looks like in the next five years, I'm always on. And I will say that comic-con is one of those places where i get so much inspiration and it's a really cool space where it's so inclusive and it's one of those things where i try to think about how we can make the farmer's market that inclusive how we can make the farmer's market have that feeling that we get when we go to comic-con what i do want to touch on today though is wrapping up my trip recently to the Washington State Farmers Market Association conference. Now, this is somewhere that I went right after becoming a farmers market manager way back in like 2015, 2016, and my mind was just blown. It was exploded with all of the information, all of the things that help market managers grow and do better at their jobs. And it's really, really interesting to be there, you know, 10 years into this career and be one of the veterans in the room. You might not realize it, but farmers market management is a high turnover, in many cases, job. A lot of people get burnt out really quick. A lot of market managers are completely overworked and underpaid. In some cases, they are volunteers. I would never volunteer for this job, like full disclosure, full stop. I would never volunteer for this. It is so much work for your mind it is so much physical work on the day of market it is a lot so i love that i get to keep going to the wsfma conference and keep learning every single year again every time i go to something like this i keep learning and i think the even better part is when we get to be around other people that do our job we get to be around people that know what it's like in mid-August or September, when you are hanging on by a thread. You are sunburnt, you're achy, you probably have either broken something or something is strained on your muscles, and you're about done with customer feedback, you're about done with vendors being picky, you're about done with the summer heat. I know I am by August, and that's generally why I go to Alaska at that point in time, but you're done. And it's so nice to be able to connect with people that understand what we do. I can sit here all day and try to explain what a farmer's market director does or what it takes to be a board member or what it takes to put on a farmer's market. But the fact is I can do a hundred more episodes and the listeners you might not ever understand. I will say that it embodies event planning and social media management and customer service, both customers in real life, and then customers like vendors, customers like your partners in cities and organizations, customers that are the surrounding businesses around you, so you have to keep nice with them. There are so many moving, shifting parts. So I love and I really, really cherish my time when I get to go to these conferences and be around people that we can just vent, share ideas, share thoughts, joke, like the inside jokes. I just shared a reel. I'm so proud of it. I have never done one of these compilation things, and you need to go check it out if you haven't. It's under my highlights, under off-season, and it is gold, and I can't wait to do one in San Diego next week. But like I said, the conference isn't just about connecting. It's not just about having a glass of wine at the end of conference day and sharing and venting. It is about learning. It is about amazing, incredible topics. And just to name a few that we had sessions on this year at the WSFMA conference, it was going to the farmer's market, starting and sustaining programs for kids. You know, we've got the pop club at all three markets, and unfortunately, we're probably losing it at one, but we're going to try to figure out some other way, which again, this, this session was perfect, because how do you start it? Basically, how am I going to restart it at a farmer's market? Another one is lightning round, like fast and furious facts for farmer's market managers. So it's just kind of like this speed dating round where you're getting all of the different hits from all of the different groups, new things coming down the pike, all of that kind of stuff. The magic of morale was one of the sessions, tools for connection, psychological safety and engagement. Whew, that was a heavy one. And we're all in there like nodding our heads and understanding what this consultant was talking about when we have to, you know, keep morale up and keep positivity up and keep ourselves up during the season. Because I think we all know that farmers markets don't just happen without morale boosting, without limitations on what we ask each other to share about. You know, there are places and times for resolution and for solutions and for, airing out grievances, those types of things, but it's not necessarily on market day. And so that was a really, really key session to go to. Then we have the fundamentals of graphic design for promotions and elevating marketing images and those types of things, which I was super excited to go to the session, but it turned out at the last minute that they had their presenter get very, very, very ill. And so she couldn't make it. I actually have presented at the WSFMA conference almost every year, but this year I was not requested to do so, which was fine. It actually gave me a chance to not have that workload added to my regular workload. But lo and behold, being one of those veteran people that have come year after year after year, I kind of can wing something like that. I know graphic design well enough to be able to tag team a presentation, so I was super honored that... Callie and Colleen asked me to pinch hit and step into that conversation. And even with presenting, I was able to learn some things. And I was honestly the rogue person. So they had the presentation that the original presenter had created. They had all of her notes and everything. And we kind of just tag teamed off of that. But all of the rules surrounding graphic design, I realized that I often break in like a big way, texts and fonts and colors and all those types of things. So I got to be that like devil's advocate and say, my graphic design works because it's what I do. It's what I know best. And so I do it to the best of my ability and I do break some of the rules. And I just thought that that added a whole different perspective to the presentation. So where, you know, somebody that might not be great at graphic design could learn the basics, but also somebody that is really wanting to push the limits on what maybe their board is allowing or what their market is allowing can do that. And I could be that example of like, well, that's not what I do, but here's an idea. So that was really, really awesome. And I felt extremely honored to be included in something like that and to be somebody that the WSFMA can come to and trust when they are in a bind. One of the other cool things was I got to meet Katherine Pryor. So she is an author of children's books, and most of her children's books revolve around gardening growing food in the garden for kids, um, bees, butterflies, growing things to take to a farmer's market, but from the perspective of a child, from the perspective of youth. And I just love her books. We love giving them out at the market. Uh, There was a lot of funding that came through in the last couple of years where we had the option of giving these away to our SNAP and EBT customers, which was just fantastic because a lot of these kids, as we learned in her presentation don't have access to books, even though yes, there's a library, maybe access to the library is difficult. So being able to give out these reading and literacy treats to kids is really awesome. I think that there was some sort of statistic like low income kids end up having one to three books, whereas middle class and upper class kids in their homes have hundreds of books. That disparity in those numbers is crazy. And like I said, yes, there are libraries, but what if your library doesn't have these types of books? What if the library is 10 miles away and there is no bus route that goes there? These are all things that we think about. So being able to meet Catherine and get her to sign my books, of course, was really, really cool. And then come to find out the artist that did the illustrations for her books is from Snohomish. So we're going to get connected, and maybe she can come and do some special appearance at a farmer's market this summer, or maybe she can come for Kids Vendor Day. I'm not really sure, but my mind just starts spinning, and you can see how this goes at conferences. It's also why my brain is absolutely exhausted at the end of a couple of days, because yes, we joke, but we learn. We learn so much information, we get so many ideas. It's like you have this huge whiteboard in your brain and things are just popping up and popping up and popping up. I had so many notes that I took. I had different notes for each session and then I had my kind of spitball notes where I was like, oh, this, oh, this. Now, maybe all of these things don't happen this year, but they are there in the back of my mind, swirling and circling, and they might eventually make an appearance at one of my farmer's markets. Another one of the big guns at Farmers Market Conferences is our food access programs. Now, these can be some of the most rote and mundane presentations, simply because they are government agencies that are providing funds for low-income shoppers, for senior shoppers, for women, infants, and children, those types of things. However, I really love what WSFMA does, where they have almost like a panel of different market managers talking about how they integrate food access systems into their markets. So they talk about how they generated interest, how they generated knowledge. That's the big thing, right? A lot of low income folks are out there working 40, 60, 80 hours a week, and they might not know that they get free money to spend on fruits and vegetables and other eligible products at the farmer's market. So it's really interesting to hear ideas. Those are the sessions where I got some of the biggest ideas of how I'm going to reach more people because ultimately for me, and you've probably heard me say this in previous episodes, my main goal is to make sure everybody has access to fresh local foods. I don't use healthy because that's a whole side note on what is healthy, blah, 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 but fresh and local is the way to go. Fresh and local is something that everybody deserves to be able to purchase. So just getting some new ideas. And if you're listening and you know somebody on SNAP or EBT benefits or WIC or Seniors, please, please, please share with them that they get additional incentive benefits to shop at the farmer's market. And a farmer, nor we, don't care. We don't care if you're using your SNAP or EBT card. We give you those tokens. Sometimes we give extra. We introduce you to the farmers. You get those relationships built like 100%. There is no discrimination when you come and use those benefits at any of my farmer's markets. It is not something I believe in. I believe everybody has access to food. That's it. 100%. No cap. Full stop. Side note, I had to ride over to the conference with a friend and vendor, Nathaniel from Black Forest Mushrooms, And he and Sydney were able to help educate me on some of the millennial speaks. So no cap, I finally know what it actually means. And I'm not going to share with you because you need to go figure it out yourself. So that's my recap of the WSFMA conference and kind of what's been going on in life recently. And what is about to go on in life now We're headed to Emerald City Comic Con and then from there I take off to San Diego for the intense Farmer's Market Pros Conference. Now like I said, I'm very excited because it's in sunny San Diego and anything is better than the snow that we have this morning, but also just to learn on a different level. Again, to open up the brain space, to open up that whiteboard and just start spitballing ideas to be able to go to a couple of different farmer's markets and see how they do things. Now it's California, so of course they're going to do things differently, but it doesn't mean that there aren't similarities. It doesn't mean that we can't share ideas and glean from each other, just like we glean produce for food banks. We can glean these ideas, we can talk, we can explore. I remember last year, sitting down with several friends that I made at the conference and one that I had been friends with for a long time. And they really helped me make a very difficult decision about taking on another market. The other market was not behaving well, at least the city administration was not behaving well in reference to the contracts and the things that we were discussing, and I didn't trust my gut. And when I sat down with these folks to talk about this, I ended up going with my gut because that's what they said I should have done the entire time. So it's things like that that really, really solidify why these conferences are so much more than conferences. Why that networking time, that social time is also extremely important when we're attending. It's extremely important to be able to vent frustrations just like any of you would with a coworker. It's extremely important to be in a different mindset, to be outside of your everyday world so that your mind really can expand and open up. One of the things I'm really excited about this year, and it has been a lifelong goal since I've been attending the San Diego conference, is that I'm going to be on a panel. I'm going to be on a panel that's talking about market manager compensation and how we negotiate that. And that's been a really big struggle for me in the last six months. I am not where I thought I would be six months ago. And I'm really having to dig deep to figure out what that means for me and what that means for the future of my career. So it will be interesting to have board members in the room as I talk about, a very difficult thing. And I wanna to touch on that just a little bit. Compensation is a difficult thing, but it really shouldn't be a difficult thing in any, any industry. It should be something that we talk about regularly. It should be something that we share openly because I think the more that we do that, the more that people are compensated equally. People are compensated for what they're worth when we keep salaries and compensation packages and hourly wages secret it tends to kind of create this smoke and mirrors thing and assumptions assumptions that somebody is making xyz when they're really not assumptions that you're being well paid when you're really not assumptions that you get xyz or benefits or you're treated this way when in actuality you're still doing all your own taxes and you're a 1099 employee those types of things so I really love having more open conversations about this and it's something that I have been able to do with the relationships that I have built throughout these conferences, with the relationships that I've built throughout being a member of some of these organizations and it's going to be interesting and also terrifying to get up on stage and talk about the hurt that comes from some of this stuff, the disappointment that comes from not being compensated at a level that we feel is fair and equitable. So it'll be scary, but we can do hard things and I can do hard things. And that is one thing that this job has taught me over and over and over is that I can do hard things and I will survive and I'll get through it. And maybe a nugget of information will hit somebody else in that audience and they will save their market director or their staff person from having to go through the headache of negotiation or the headache of struggling with what they're worth, hopefully this opens up or plants a seed of growth for somebody else. Because I know that there have been so many seeds of growth planted for me over the last 10 years of going to these conferences and meeting new market managers and market professionals and just other people in the industry of helping our communities. So that's my hope coming from all of this travel, this kind of gauntlet that I'm doing in the off season before the real season begins, is that the seeds of growth are planted and I get to foster them and water them and care for them to see what they bloom in the future. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Market Maven podcast. You can find more about what I do and the markets I direct at yourmarketmaven.com. If you like what you listen to, I'm proud to offer my episodes at zero cost and ad free. Maybe that's worth a cup of coffee to you. Maybe it's worth a few bucks just because. I love bringing these stories to you and they take time and energy. If that sounds like a deal, my Venmo link is also in the show notes. See you soon.